0: Welcome to episode number three of The Lobby, where we talk and make you feel like you are in the lobby of River City Church. So my name is Aaron, and this is... Becky. And we are sitting here uh, broadcasting live from... Well, I we're got not, your table! Well, yeah, Ooh. we're not broadcasting anything, but anyway, we're recording. <laughs> Maybe that's the better way to put it. So anyway, anything to add before we jump right in?
1: No, I. you really covered it.
0: Yeah, thanks. All, Thank all covered. Much. Thank you. Hey, so what did we do last weekend?
1: Well, Aaron... We've, oh yeah, I was touching the table. I try not to touch the table. <laughs> um, <'cause our laughs> because that makes noises. noise. <laughs> um, well, we went on a Sunday drive because gas is pretty much free right now. It is. It is. Um, I was at Sam's Club mm-hmm. and I believe gas was 169 a gallon. Mm-hmm. And I was walking out and I was like, why didn't I buy a whole bunch of freezer Ziplocs and just like pump them full of gas and just save them? It'd be like the weirdest water balloon yeah. ever. Do you think
0: gas freezes? I mean, I'm not smart enough to know that, but like if you put it in the freezer.
1: I think, I can't even believe I'm going to say this, but <laughs> I've heard that if a little bit of water gets in with the gas and the gas freezes, that's why they have that little little jug of oh. iso heat that you can put in your gas tank.
0: Oh, that would make sense. The gas wouldn't freeze. Man, all the engineers listening to this are like that idiot. The <laughs> gas freezes because that wouldn't make sense. Because like, if it gets cold <laughs> outside, right, your gas tank would freeze, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, no, we don't. We don't sure. want that. So this is why
0: I don't run. This is why I don't work for
1: Sam, the car mechanic <laughs> at Cedar Cross. Yes. Little, do you think plug? Sam
0: listens to this?
1: I can only hope. <laughs> um, so yeah, we went. We decided to have a destination, so Mm -hmm. we drove to Park Farm Winery because it's a really pretty drive. Mm -hmm. So we did that, and we just listened to some Austin Stone and had a little Sunday drive, so that was Mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. And we finished reading on Saturday. I was reading out loud to the girls, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So we finished that, and then we watched that for movie night on Sunday evening. Mm -hmm. So we were swamped, just (laughs) swamped our schedule so overwhelming so we did that one of the other fun things is that gracie made the prices right in her room she did she's an incredibly creative kid so
0: so there's been daily challenges so like gracie's so all three of the girls have their own room, but they're all similar sized rooms generally. But Gracie has the small... No, wait. She has the biggest room? Yeah. yeah she has the biggest room. But um, yeah, the the five of us barely fit in there with all her stuff. So... <laughs>
1: I don't know how she and Maggie <laughs> shared, you know, up until like four months ago. Because how was there room for Maggie with yeah. all the stuff she has in Right. There?
0: <laughs> so we kind of crowd in there and then she's got a whole setup for The Price is Right. Mm-hmm. And then she pretends to be Drew Carey and then like... Um, when she calls our name, we pretend to lose our crap, and like, yeah.
1: we just have We're like, fun oh, with it. oh my goodness! Oh, and then we like give each other high fives and high tens, and
0: mm-hmm. get
1: all crazy in her little room. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty fun. Mm-hmm.
0: I've so, never heard it called a high ten before.
1: I just made it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like when I wanted to call when people did nux. <laughs> And I was like, we should call it the Soul Five. And Erin was like, please don't say that out loud to people.
0: I had a friend in college who called that Pound Dogs.
1: Pound Dogs? Like yeah. Pound Puppies? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the only thing I could
0: think of when I heard Pound Dogs. I'm yeah. like, this sounds like Pound Puppies. Which, yeah. Well, yeah. That didn't really catch on to popular mainstream culture. So, it's a
1: crying shame. Mm-hmm. Crying shame that it didn't...
0: Anything else we did this weekend? Oh, wow. Well,
1: on Sunday. <laughs> we got... <laughs> Amazon delivered to us. My sister sent us a new game, which was super sweet of her. It's called Hasty Baker. And it is a card game, a strategic baking related card game, which is right up our alley. Mm -hmm. So it's actually super fun because I feel like half of you hearing that are like, Hasty Baker? (laughs) Two thumbs down. (laughs) But I'm here to tell you it's legit, it's super fun. And, um, yeah, so we've been playing that a lot. We've mm-hmm. learned that, I mean, I don't know what happened today while I was at work this morning, but people who sit closest to the wall always win Yeah. at our kitchen table. So kind of to work yeah. on that.
0: Yeah, because Leah and I have been sitting close to the wall, mostly. So that's and you guys good. are the that's only ones.
1: The Redhead Alliance <laughs> is destroying the rest Red of, of <laughs> us. The Redhead Alliance has been dominating pretty Seriously. much. Seriously. It's been really good. The rest of us, not so much.
0: Yeah. So it seems like it seems like things went fairly well this weekend in terms of like making it seem like a weekend and kind of differentiating it from mm-hmm. like the the regular days of the week. Yep. So that's been that was good. good. Yes, yeah, so I've been painting our cabinets. So yeah, they. So I've been meaning to paint our cabinets for about four years, but uh, we have we have a phrase in our house that goes, uh, "People are more important than things." So, things can be a toy. A thing can be intangible, like winning. So, people are more important than things. So, we have a lot of people over at our house. So, that's not really conducive to painting your cabinets, and people are more important than things. So, that's one of the reasons, other than the fact that I'm Hugely lazy when well, it comes to I think to that you have post
1: traumatic stress disorder though from last time you painted cabinets. To yeah,
0: so our last house that we lived in, we pay, I painted the cabinets and almost ended my life. So um, I'm, I'm glad my children can <laughs> grow up with a father. father. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. um, but yeah, so uh, the so I'm just kind of using this since we pretty much aren't having people over to our house. Uh, we I'm just painting our cabinets. So just kind of going to town on that like this last weekend and yeah so it's going well so far my life is still intact that's good that's good yeah they're gonna look really good i think
1: they're gonna look great (laughs) you're a really good painter i'm not a good painter i'm kind of like a raccoon on speed or something (laughs) when it comes to painting i mean i haven't offered to help because i think you'd say no (laughs) what well Uh,
0: you're not you're not wrong you're not wrong (laughs) but yeah i've been watching uh so you you get up in the fives when you work Mm -hmm. at charlotte's in the morning so um so you're pretty tired at night so so sometimes i've been watching movies that you don't like uh like at night okay
1: which which was the last one you watched well wait do i know about all of them Like, are there more space movies that I don't know about?
0: Well, because I know you don't like space movies.
1: The only space movie I like is Armageddon. (laughs) Which every space person just, like, their eyes just got stuck (laughs) in the back of their heads. They're like, oh my gosh, that is not a space movie.
0: Because what do you like about Armageddon?
1: It just really gives you a lot of feelings. (laughs) Oh my god. Because, you know, you have a redemptive analogy. Hello, Bruce Willis sacrificing his life for humanity. Mm-hmm. and Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I love that. I like it when that creepy guy is getting space crazy and he's sitting on the missile and the one space guy says to him, get off the nuclear warhead now. And I think as a as a parent who's had young children, it's like one of those things where you can't believe you have to say certain things out loud, and I feel like that guy is thinking to himself, I can't mm-hmm. believe I had to say that out loud. Mm-hmm so there you have it yeah. and I feel like a lot of it takes place on earth to be fair there's not oh, right. at least half has to be on earth and I like the whole like band of misfits sort of thing mm-hmm. how they all come together yeah for common good right saving right. the earth
0: yeah so I watched uh, Justice League which I had never seen that before is so that with Aquaman? That a- uh no oh wait yeah no he was not in- yeah he okay. was in that Okay. Aquaman was in that, so yeah. I watched that, and it was fine. There's no big deal. Who with
1: other heroes, superheroes?
0: Uh, I think it was Wonder Woman. It was Superman. Was it, was it
1: Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, or a different Wonder Woman?
0: I don't know actresses' names.
1: Is she the regular? <laughs> <laughs> Is she the one who's in the like standalone movie? Was it the same girl?
0: You know, do you know that Wonder Woman was a TV show in the eighties? Yes. Did your family watch that? We didn't watch a lot of TV. Shows. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. There were a lot of Marvel family staple shows. Yeah. Like for some reason, Wonder Woman was a staple well, show. You
1: know, your mom is just trying to set a good example for your sister. Oh gosh, she's like, Amber girls can be heroes too. I don't know if
0: Linda Carter was really like. <laughs> I don't. Whatever. I'm not going to slander Linda Carter right now on this. She
1: piece. has a why for Linda, doesn't she? Does she? I feel like she does. Huh.
0: There you go.
1: If anyone wants to fact check that, go ahead. It's just my guess.
0: Anyway, so that was fine. Uh, watched the Martian. So that was. Um, I thought the most interesting thing of that on that movie was that one of the guys who is in the space um, rescue team was a really funny guy in the movie Ant Man.
1: Really, I love Ant Man,
0: but he's not funny in that no. in that at all. So I'm. I, I don't. know. Every time I. I saw him talk, I was thinking about Ant-Man.
1: So you are expecting him to be funny and then yeah. he's regular? Yeah,
0: and I was like, oh. I don't even know who you are anymore. But maybe no. that's the point of being an actor.
1: True, so. true. You just should have different skills. Yeah. Man, I love that. Was he like one of Ant-Man's friends?
0: Uh, yes. Yeah, I think Those so. Those
1: guys are hilarious. Yeah. Man, I'm so... I have zero street cred in terms of superhero movies, but I love Ant-Man. He's so funny. I, like, have no time for Thor movies, but I'm like, bring out Paul Rudd, Michael Douglas, and the girl from Lost. <laughs> the girl from Lost. Just... Evangeline Lilly. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, well yeah. that's good. So anyway. You also watch those ape movies, I know. The ape, like, uh uh-uh. <laughs>
0: Well, I, so I watched, so I've seen the first two Planet of the Apes movies, mm-hmm. and this is where everybody turns off the podcast no, right now. No, they so care the first about the two, Planet of the Apes. So I, <laughs> by everyone, do you mean no one? So, <laughs> so I watched the first two uh, movies of the Planet of the Apes, but then I'd never seen the third one, oh. so I taped that on YouTube TV, mm-hmm. or excuse me, recorded, recorded. it, because nobody tapes anything anymore. Um, yeah, I thought it was just going to be this huge shoot-em-up like movie but it was actually this uh it was like a big human interest story about this the lead ape named caesar and i don't know it was i wouldn't say it was a bad movie but it was like oh that's not what i expected huh so there you go
1: that's interesting
0: yeah so uh so brandon texted me a few days ago and said that with this screenshot of something that said um no, wait, did I... Well, whatever. So we were talking. So Brandon was like, oh, it looks like um, the last episode of Star Trek Picard. This oh, is... Sorry, this is really... This is worse no. than like outing myself as a cat person. So, no, you're like a so, space guy cat person. So... <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> no. So so brandon was saying like the last episode of star trek picard dropped on oh. cbs all access and it looks like there's a free, you can get a free month of cbs now's the time yeah so um uh so as long as you keep getting up at five o'clock in the morning like i can i can be watching that at night so wow when i'm not painting cabinets
1: yeah maybe you could do both
0: yeah yeah and i told brandon like i was I was actually pretty embarrassed to admit that I already knew all that information that the last episode <laughs> was, had already aired because I was just like, when this a- when this finishes, I'm just gonna get my free trial and you just have, like, like... This Google alert. <laughs> it's like the dumbest Google alert ever. <laughs> anyway, so that's kind of what's been going on this last weekend. But anyway, so we have a new segment and it's called uh, Half Baked Ideas.
1: That's the theme song. That's really cool. Thanks.
0: So that. So half-baked ideas, this is...
1: Not a drug reference. I didn't even think Becky that.
0: Morrow says it's not a drug reference or anything like that. So it's just ideas that they aren't just fully... They aren't fully cooked all the way through, but they're just ideas mm-hmm. that we just have. Because we just have ideas for things. Right. So. Well,
1: can I just share something? Just offering credit to a half-baked idea as a theory?
0: I think you're using my... Your podcast voice. I am, kind of. Okay.
1: Um, anyway... Nobody likes overcooked cookies. You want your cookies to be baked but not too baked. You kinda want them half baked so they're gooey. So maybe yeah. maybe half baked ideas are really the best ones. Dang.
0: That is that is true. I think yeah. I have a different cookie philosophy than you do, but that's okay. Yeah. That's, that's okay. But okay. So um What's your idea? We, did, we didn't totally talk about these too much and everything like that. So this is kind of like we're trial running it here Ooh. with each other. Mm-hmm. So I'll go first and then you can go with okay. your ideas. So so my half-baked idea goes like this. So I've been thinking. And so it has something. It's a, it's a cross. It's an idea that's crossed between sports and politics. Ooh. Okay. So now the iowa caucuses if you will remember mm-hmm. they didn't go very well this last time
1: around. oh yeah i remember having a google alert <laughs> just kidding no google
0: alerts so it didn't go very well and so there's kind of been this uh slow groundswell of like you know Iowa shouldn't even be the first state anyway why is it the first state maybe it should just go away they can't even handle their apps right okay so
1: well to be fair caucuses feel very like we made this up before we had the internet <laughs> you know what i mean like i feel like we had the internet now.
0: let's get in the t- yeah right. anyway no that's very true but um so so there's you know it is possible in the net the next presidential election or maybe like in the sometime in our lifetime uh the caucuses just aren't going to take place. You know, not every presidential candidate is going to swarm to mm-hmm. Iowa to campaign. You right. know, there is a possibility of that. Right. I I don't really have an opinion about that. This is not a political podcast. This is a half-baked idea here. So, right. So if they go away, I have an idea for replacing it.
1: You have to fill that caucus void <laughs> in your heart and life. So what you got? Hit me. Hit me.
0: Okay. So... Now, also, as a lead up to this, I will say that there is something about uh, professional sports fandom in Iowa where the average person – I'm saying the average person, not every person. The average person, though, is kind of a free agent in Iowa when it comes to professional fandom, whether it's your baseball team, your hockey team, your football – your professional football team, your NBA team – um yeah and there's different pockets i mean like apparently like southern iowa is a little little more like kansas city chiefs and things like that so Uh there there are some pockets like that but generally when it comes to professional sports like fans in iowa are free agents so for example now i was thinking about this a little bit more because someone in our small group um his name is josh cannon he has the coolest beard um if there was a beard award or oh, tro- if there was a beard trophy, and oh, our small group, he would get the trophy. Yeah. So, uh, so Josh, uh, so he grew up in Mount Vernon, and one of his really good friends in high school uh, was an is an offensive tackle for Iowa, and he's oh. apparently still good friends with them. Right. Um, and so he so he graduated, or he's a senior, and he declared for the NFL draft, and he's going to go in probably the top 20 of the draft so so what josh is i I looked at a mock draft recently and i think it's uh they had him mocked to number four overall to the new york giants so um so maybe he'll be buying a lake home in dubuque who knows but anyway um Anyway, so what Josh – the interesting thing that Josh said, though, is that he doesn't have a favorite NFL team, so he said that whoever his friend gets drafted to, that oh. will be his favorite team. Wow. Which I thought that was really interesting. That's interesting.
1: Lucky the favorite team would be <laughs> their biggest fan. Right. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So anyway, so this got me thinking that – so if the caucuses went away and – Presidential candidates didn't come here at will to campaign all over the state. Um, what if we had a replacement where professional teams came to Iowa and they had maybe like a two to three week time period oh, yeah. to canvass the state and campaign for fans? Oh, this is, a great, the state, you this know, is because, a great idea. This is a great idea. Because they really are free agents in a lot of ways.
1: That's true. I think
0: this might go over in some way. In some quarters of the state, this would go over well.
1: I feel like the Milwaukee Brewers did something similar. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I feel like MLB, I feel like that was a, like a marketing strategy, but not a caucus. Really? Yeah, because I was a proud member of the Brewer Pepsi fan club when I was a child, and you got it was pretty inexpensive, and you could get, well, I don't know, like, Tickets like seven games or something, and then you could go to the games. Plus, like a baseball player would come to your school and be like, Hey, kids, I'm gonna read a book or whatever to like an assembly. And once Dan Plezak, relief pitcher of the Milwaukee Brewers, mm-hmm. went to the Burger King on Sunset Drive in Wait. Waukesha to give out his autograph to people.
0: He went to a Burger King.
1: To a Burger King. So I feel like if Dan Plesac, relief really, pitcher of the Milwaukee Brewers in the eighties, can go to a Burger King huh. in Waukesha, that perhaps like a quarterback. Well, who would come? Do you think to the caucus, the sports caucus? Would well, it be I a think, player?
0: Well, I think if a team is really invested in broadening their fan base, yeah. Um, you know, it would make sense that they would send some players as opposed to like here's the training staff
1: yeah i don't need to see the front office guy if, it's like if you want my emotional fandom i'm gonna you're gonna need to have a little skin in the game and send me somebody fancy yeah if, and sporty let
0: me tell you if aaron Rodgers came for two straight weeks in canvas iowa like this whole state would be this this whole state might be swing be, might be swung over you
1: true except no. you wouldn't you'd be like forget it and be like what i those? don't care if we're name buddies I'm out <laughs>
0: doesn't maggie have the same maggie does share a birthday with aaron Rodgers. yeah and i'm not the kind of dad who is like my i need to brainwash my kids and force them to be like fans of my favorite teams because i'm just like whatever okay um but man like they it kind of kills me a little bit sometimes when like you know like you know like let's say maggie for example you know she's like you know, I just, I'm really rooting for the Packers because Aaron Rodgers has my favorite birthday. And I'm just like, <laughs> I i don't think that's a chink in the armor of my parenting, but I do, I am a little, like, I have a lot of conflicting thoughts about it Although,
1: that. I mean, to be fair... Leah told all the kids on the playground when oh, we lived in Platteville that her favorite team was the Timberwolves yeah. and nobody knew what she was talking about. And she yeah. was like, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> we were like, I don't know, Leah. What is wrong with them? <laughs> they should love the Minnesota Timberwolves NBA team too.
0: Anyway, so that's my half-baked idea. So what's your half-baked idea?
1: Well, I've been living my half-baked idea for a long time. So I had this great idea several years ago to prank the girls on April Fools, Mm -hmm. and I started out really strong. That was really good. It was. I
0: did you find those ideas on the internet, or did you think? One hundred percent, I found them on the internet. Okay.
1: Um. So I like blew egg yolk and egg white out of an egg, and I stuffed like yarn in there wait
0: and... you sucked it out of the egg no
1: it's like you bl- you... you blow it it's like that you. sounds
0: terrible <laughs>
1: well I mean I was like... like the April
0: Fool's Day joke would be on you if you had it I
1: kind of it was that. I was like okay so I blew the egg out of an egg <laughs> and then I shoved yarn into the eggshell and that was Maggie's cause she was wanting to like crack an egg and she had asked me the day before so then I was like hey who wants to crack an egg today start with this one and she cracked it and it was string so that was clever and then gracie for breakfast the night before i put cereal and milk in a bowl with a spoon with a spoon and then i put it in the freezer so it froze and then when it was time for breakfast i pulled it out of the freezer and put a little bit of milk in it and then it was frozen which that was very clever and she was like three so she was really confused and then with Leah I did something with like I took a I took a label off of a can or something put a different label on it like oh hi <laughs> really mandarin oranges burn or whatever burn. <laughs> yeah so I did that and then um what else oh last year I On our gas stove, I cooked a bunch of marshmallows, like, browned marshmallows, and then I put them in barbecue sauce so it would look like grilled chicken, and I put that on a salad, like, barbecue chicken salad. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. That was a pretty good one. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, was it two or three years ago when April Fool's Day was on Easter?
0: Oh, yeah. And Aaron
1: got, like, we were having this, like, cat joke with our Easter guests, and so Aaron printed all these pictures of, like, grumpy cat, a grumpy cat, not the grumpy cat that says he has risen
0: happy what? easter he has risen meow Meow. So just like, like
1: plastered it everywhere
0: yeah and we say our easter guests it was uh it was our niece and nephew and like um Your my sister, yeah my side of the family so they were sitting here and or sitting here staying here mm-hmm. and yeah
1: just had him everywhere
0: mm-hmm.
1: so i didn't know i think like as as a parent sometimes you're like Hey, this is going to be a new tradition, and you try really hard to make it a tradition, and then it doesn't become a tradition, and then you feel bad. Other times, you're like, "This will be fun this one time," and then all of a sudden, it's a tradition. And mm-hmm. so, I accidentally made April Fool's Day into a tradition, mm-hmm. and so now okay. I don't know what to do tomorrow because tomorrow oh, is April right. Fool's Day. Yeah, I so. I mean, we've done things, and the girls, they get super into it. This one year, they kept hair in a Ziploc bag and put it in our shoes. No, they They they, cleaned out their brush. Oh, gosh.
0: People are really not going to listen to this podcast anymore. But, like, it was disgusting. It was, like, because, you know, like, you just find hair, like, from brushes, (laughs) you know, because, like, there's a lot of brushes in this house. So they they collectively, it must have really brought them together as sisters or whatever. Well, and it was
1: Greg and Nikki's um, suggestion, I believe. Thank you, Greg and Nikki. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think so. That could be fact-checked.
0: Okay. I will anyway.
1: be... It Greg, was clever. Greg and Nikki
0: are in big trouble. That's, what <laughs> we, that's all I'm going to say now. If you are listening to this, you watch your back.
1: Well, I think... Well, it's Greg's birthday on April Fool's Oh, Day, that's So true. he has probably a lot of On April this. 2nd, watch your back,
0: <laughs> So, yeah, but they... So we had they have this uh, little um, picnic basket thing, this perma picnic basket thing for um, uh-huh. just playing. So they collected all the hair from the, their brushes, I think, through for most of the year. Yeah. And they just all and they kept it in Maggie and Gracie's room, and they just like collected it, and then they just put it everywhere. <laughs> and ew, I I just wanted. To, It was disgusting. It was
1: disgusting, but I admired their commitment to the bit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Because they (laughs) never said anything about it the entire year. Yeah. Which you would think one of them would squeal about it. You would
1: think, well, today I was going out into the garage and they said something like, hey, we need to think about an April Fool's joke for (laughs) mom and dad. Oh, yes, that is right. We have not thought about that yet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm on to you, Maros. I mm-hmm. know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, we'll report back with the tomfoolery of April 1st.
0: Yeah, or skullduggery or whatever. Oh, skullduggery. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah. Look at you
1: hitting the vocab. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just want to be hip with the slang these days. Oh, okay. anyway, so, uh, anything else with the April Fool's Day?
1: No, no, but I think we're at about a half hour because we didn't want to be 50 minutes again sorry about it being five zero 50 minutes last yeah, time
0: there's nothing to apologize for people can always uh, like they can always bail sure sure yeah for sure okay well we're gonna have a mailbag segment uh next time because we have mm-hmm. some questions for that and thanks for listening to the lobby have a great day